I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And we are here to preview the Arizona men's basketball game that is on Saturday against Washington State. The Cougs. It's an earlier than usual tip-off than we're used to. Not 9 o'clock. It's at 3. Yeah, I like it. Which is weird. It's perfect. Our our daughter has her first flag football game on Saturday. And Jason's literally like rushing out to get to this game because it's so early. But um, it should be pretty good. We'll get there in time. You'll be fine. I'm a good driver, Shelby. Mm-hmm. Just get out of my way. Mm, that's not what makes someone a get good driver. Up out of my way. Yeah. Move. Um, I'm pretty get out sure. The way. Get out the way. That's the opposite of defensive driving. But okay. Um. Get up. You're very way. distracting. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. Um, what type of team is Washington State, Mr. Shear? Pretty stupid question, Shelby. Clearly, it's a basketball team. Yeah. Ayo. Um, it was your stupid question that you wrote, though. <laughs> so you should be embarrassed. They're 69th in Ken Palm. <laughs> your favorite number. Nice. Um, <laughs> now you're giggling. We're doing this at 11 p.m. And you're blushing. I've been out looking for cleats and a certain color shirt since like two. I've been all over town. I'm I'm He's, done. You're such a drama queen. You got that shit hours ago. I'm done. I'm you, done. You just want everyone to know, like we just got home. I'm guys. a father. I'm a husband. He's out for seven I'm hours. I'm a writer. I'm an object of everyone's affection. Though he did affection. drive real all over town. They, yeah. they did have to get some stuff from Anyway, her. so what I was saying before I was rudely, rudely interrupted. You said the number 69 and you started blushing. <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, so fine. You just snorted, so that's where you're at. Um, anyway, Washington State is an interesting team because statistically they're actually – pretty good like there's not a lot of things they do poorly um they're they're it's weird because like they're six and ten right they lost to boise state they lost to prairie view a&m neither of those teams are clearly good they lost to oregon not very good then they lose to utah by two and ot right but notice the pattern coming up UNLV by four baylor by six one to ucla six to asu you know they're they lose games but they don't get blown out they're they're kind of pesky um, I will say that I think they're they're disappointing. I thought they would be better. But again, statistically, they're not really awful, but they're not really good in many categories either. So like on Ken Palm, they're 52nd on offense and 95 on defense. They are a very slow team. This is a an example of a team that is going to try to drain the shot clock, take a shot, get a rebound, and do it all over again. They're 315th in tempo. They're 328th 
and possession length. I mean, they're really going to go deep in the shot clock. But to their credit, when they do that, they're 107th in field goal percentage. Um, they offensive rebound. They're, they're top 50 in offensive rebounding. They're a solid defensive rebounding team as well. Three-point percentage, they're, they're 36% as a team. That's 78th in the nation. Um, they're not a good two-point defensive team at all. They allow teams to shoot 52%. Um, but, you know, it, it, and, you know they, they block shots. They don't get their shots. They, sorry, they block shots. They also get their shots blocked. They turn the ball over way too much. So they're not a great team there. But, um, you know, the, the thing that makes them dangerous is they're, they're 56th in the nation in three-point attempts out of their field goal attempts. In other words, they're coming in, they're shooting threes. They allow teams, opposing teams, to shoot a ton of threes as well. But... Um, their point distribution is is very close to being you know almost even. It's like forty five to thirty eight, and the rest is at the free throw line. So they are going to come in and they are going to shoot a lot of threes. They're going to give up the three. They're they're it's almost part of their game plan to give up the three. And and I'm, you know the way that they're going to probably guard Arizona is they're going to crash inside and and try to stop the bigs and and say look if you're hitting from three so be it. All right, and what do you think about? Arizona's biggest concern should be. Yeah, so how many times have we seen a team come into McHale and all of a sudden they're the best three-point shooting team in the nation? Seems like a lot. That is the clear concern because Washington State is shooting threes at nearly every position. Um, you know, Muhammad Gayet doesn't shoot a ton of threes, but um, Justin Powell is going to come in and shoot threes. Jay Mullins off the bench is going to shoot a lot of threes. Bamba, Rodman, um, you know, they are shooting threes that is what they do on offense and you know whenever you face a team like that you're always concerned that what happens when those threes come in like Jay Mullins is shooting 50 percent from downtown and it's on 70 attempts that's pretty damn good Justin Powell is up there TJ Bomb is up there they're not a crazy high scoring team but if the three is hitting they they can score and you know when that happens if they're rebounding, if they're getting second opportunities, that's the concern. And, and Mikhail, we've seen as soft rims, you come in there, you shoot well, and when you have a team that shoots threes like Washington State, that is by far the number one uh, concern. All right. And the matchup that you are actually looking forward to the most? Umar. Umar. Umar versus Muhammad G. My guy, Muhammad Gay. Um, Muhammad is, you know, I thought he would be better this season. I thought he would take a bigger jump, but he's still uh, a, a very solid free throw, uh, sorry, a very solid player, goes to the line, rebounds offensively really well. He's he's skinny. I mean, he's still 210 pounds center, but he's seven feet tall, block shots. Um, he is good, and, and Umar Balo should be stronger than him, but he's a player where, you know, he could put up numbers. I think he had 18 rebounds. Um, against UCLA, which is crazy. And part of that is that not a lot of guys on their team, you know, are above average rebounders necessarily. So you have him grabbing a lot of boards. Um, you know, Rodman is, is a Rodman, so he's a good offensive rebounder. But that's a matchup. And then I'm actually, I'm going to switch it up. I, I think that this is a good opportunity for Courtney Ramey to turn things around. Um, he's got a very difficult defensive assignment with TJ Bamba who is clearly the best scoring player on this team, but one of really the surprises of the conference season, averaging 15 points per game, solid shooter. Uh, Ramey needs to step it up on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, this is a, a good opportunity 
Bamba leads the I don't think he leads the team. He's he's second on the team in minutes. The possessions pretty much go through him and, and Muhammad Gay. Um he takes twenty seven percent of the team shots. That's quite a few. Uh the offense revolves around him and and Courtney Ramey is gonna have to be better defensively. He did not play well offensively, so I'm really curious to see how Ramey responds with a challenge. This isn't the type of player where he could play like crap and have the advantage here. If Courtney Ramey doesn't play well, he's going to get it taken to him. And so that's something that I'm really looking forward to seeing, how Ramey responds to his his poor performance as of late. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And then where can Arizona take advantage? Well, it's become a pattern, Shell. But the biggest advantage is that Washington State has no one that can guard a Julius Tubelis. And they're going to play. They're going to start Andres uh, Jakubowski. And uh, I think I said that right. I'm very I'm very international. He's only going to play like 20 minutes. He's just not good enough. He's 6'8", 215. What they do is they wind up pl- uh, pulling Jay Mullins basically to starter minutes off the bench. They'll move Rodman to the four. He's 6'6", 215. There's no world where he's guarding Zoo. And if they go zone, which I have a feeling they are, Zoo's going to have opportunities. Um, to me, I think Zoo has the chance to go 20-10 and 10 again. I just I don't see how Washington State slows him down. They just don't have the personnel. Now, Zoo has to guard Rodman as well, and that won't be easy. Rodman's been playing very well offensively as of late. But Zoo's the guy where he's going to get open looks. It's going to be... Um, you know, they can't guard him man-to-man. They don't have the personnel. I, I look for a, a very big game from him, and I think he's good enough also. You know, it, Washington State's big. Sometimes Rodman and those guys will, will foul a little bit too much, so I think they should go to Zoo early and often, and I have a feeling they will. Well, okay. I think we kind of know what your prediction is going to be, but what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, so usually I pick Arizona to cover, and I haven't had much success there. I think 13 points is a lot. Uh, I think Washington State is a pesky team. They kind of, you know, they, I know they've lost by double digits a few times, but they kind of hang around in games where they shouldn't. The three-point stuff scares me. I think Arizona wins by nine. I think I said 79 to 70 or around there. I don't remember what I said, but it's around there. I think Arizona will win, but I think it'll be another nail-biter type where in the like, like last eight minutes Arizona pulls away where you know Arizona's the better team, but it's still, you know, Washington State is pesky. So it, it'll be a... Another tough game, but I, I would be surprised if Arizona lost. All right. I think all of us would be surprised if Arizona lost, especially at home. Kyle Smith wouldn't, Shelby. Yeah, you know. What are your um, thoughts 
Moving to a little bit of a different subject on Arizona women's basketball. Yeah, so... We listened to that game tonight on the radio. Yeah, we were in the car on the radio, and I was explaining. My, my daughter doesn't know a ton about basketball, but Brielle. she's... Brielle. is very critical. Uh, very critical. Brielle is a huge Arizona women's and basketball so fan. And so she was just rampaging about how they were going to drop out of the 25. They were down by 12 to Oregon State. There was only three minutes to go. Rah, rah, rah. And then all of a sudden, we hear three. Turnover. Three. Turnover, three-point play, and Brielle's losing her shit in the back of the car. And really, you know, look, Arizona woman should not have been in that place in the first place. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. There we go. They're better than Oregon State, but the fact that they came back uh, and were able to do that in the last three minutes is is pretty awesome because they got another tough one with with Oregon coming to town. Yeah. Also, being able to generate. Offense with the last three minutes when there really wasn't a great offense the whole game was interesting yeah. turn of events. Yeah, they went from not being able to... Like zero offense. And their defense wasn't great either. Oregon State was beating them up inside because Oregon State plays big lineups, especially for a women's team. Yeah, so good luck, Lady Cats. On, on Sunday against Rawr. Oregon. That is not your wildcat noise, is it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Bill Walton's on the call. Oh, thank God. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. They're excellent adventures. Not not the real ones. Not the cool ones, though. Ted Robinson. I always look forward to what very eccentric, um, esoteric fact that, that Bill Walton's going to come up with. So we'll see. Sometimes it's ancient well, Greek uh, mythology. Uh, according to the people that were tweeting and texting me on Thursday night, Bill Walton could turn around and fart into the microphone. And people would rather hear that because Cindy Brunson, Cindy Brunson was, it's weird because she's usually good during girls games. I don't mind her, but. Well, I even tweeted she sounded like the chief from Carmen San Diego. Like it was just very exaggerated. It was vicious. It, it was, was vicious. Pretty... The text I got. I, Michael <laughs> Luke literally texted me like at 1 a.m. And he goes, sure, you got to watch the replay. I'm like, I don't want to watch the replay. It's a bad game. He goes, no, just to listen to Sydney Brunson, you have to watch Is the replay. Is it Sydney or Cindy? I, Cindy. I Sydney. thought it was Cindy. Just making Cindy. sure. Cindy. I don't need your attitude. It's well, late. We want to get her name right. Sadnawa. So we can make fun of it. Sununuwaya. Anyway, hopefully everyone enjoys the broadcast a little more than Thursday. And we will talk about the game after. After point. dinner, because the game, and then we'll eat dinner probably. And then. You know. You know, we'll get there. Because we'll it, it won't be midnight. That's true. That's very exciting. You're very exciting. Come here right now. And bear down. <laughs> Brielle's on the Seahawks. Shelby's been practicing. Shelby, Seahawk call? Eee! Yeah. It's, it's not good. I Google don't know. That. Google that. That's what... It's actually pretty close to a real eee! one, though. I just wanted to yell at whatever Brielle ran. I just wanted to go like, call! I'm sure you will. Yeah, probably. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.